Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I hope everybody's doing fabulous today. Hello, Mr. Benny. How are you? Doing well, thank you. All right, good to see you here, busy as usual. You know it. I know. Look at Oliver's trying to call me from Germany right in the middle of my show. Sorry, Oliver, I can't take your call. I know. Get back, dude. We're busy here. Isn't that interesting? What do we do before Skype? We used to ask, what do we do before the cell phone? Now we're asking, what do we do before Skype? It's kind of incredible. You You just cannot get disconnected very much. Uh, welcome, everybody. We're talking about core beliefs. Boy, that was a little core belief right there. Just can't get very disconnected very much. Core yeah, beliefs. Yeah, we'll work that in. Yeah, definitely. I know. I'm, I'm You're in Phoenix, trouble, like, lady. Oh, 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 there we go. You're in trouble. I know, I know. I'm in serious trouble now. Core beliefs, monogamy and intimacy with Peter Kane joining me here today. And, you know, yeah, he is right here. He's listening. Okay, that's a core belief. You know, what is it about core beliefs that we can learn today? Peter is a pioneer in relationship uh Relationship theory and counseling. Uh, he works with people all over the globe. He is also known for his incredible breath work. And he was one of the original certified uh, breath workers and director of Theta House. Today, as part of an ongoing conversation he and I have on air about monogamy and relationships and much more, uh, I can't wait for him to do the, the online dating series. Um, I'm kind of saving that for I the know blogs. You are. It's on the it's, it's it trickling the on the blogs right now. Yeah, I'm at, I'm at like 20 percent into it on blogs. I got it's going to be like 15 blogs because the the world wants the blogs to be 600 words or less. So is that and, right? And, and I didn't know as my was... friends know, brief is not necessarily my expertise. <laughs> Well, there you go. That's probably but why I don't But if we're in blog. certain arenas of our I'm life, brief is, not, is uh, not a good thing. That's probably why I'm not a blogger. But let's talk about this. And, Peter, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here today. Fantastic um, to be here. Core beliefs. Yeah, I think I just, I just think I just had a belief about something. What did we do before Skype? But there are core beliefs that get in the way of relationships or that bring two people together. Yep, and let's play with the Skype thing because that's not really a core belief, but it's a, it's an important. All beliefs are important to resolve, and so sometimes we run into that. Like for example, the belief that men are less monogamous yeah. than women, and so yeah. on. So we that's one layer that is relevant that needs to be addressed. Uh, that you know, like the belief that women are basically superficial and can't handle intimacy as deeply as men. Right. That needs to be addressed. That's a fun joke of mine over the years because while everyone usually freaks out when I say that because all the women want to stand up and say, wait a minute, that's not the stereotype. Well, it could be depending upon your wounds with your mother and your sister or your father. Some t- some guys have that kind of belief, too. It, it could be. But, you know, now we're talking the 80-20 rule because we're right. talking about socialization in this country. I'm not talking about the world. Right. 
You know, we're talking about socialization in this country. And, you know, what does it mean to be a man? What does it mean to be a woman? What does it mean to be a girl and a boy? And a lot of things, we've come a long way with that. But, you know, we're still in the 80-20 rule. Yep. You know, okay, dads but... do take their kids to school right. and, and hug their children. And, you know, growing up, you didn't see much of that period. Absolutely. And un- unfortunately, we got to dive further into what core belief is in, in my work, in my book, because we're not there yet. Those beliefs we just alluded to need to be addressed. But a core belief is that most dominant center of the onion that pretty much is always going to be a pre- and perinatal psychology thing. In other words, what was happening in our family system at the surrounding the earliest energies around our birth usually validated, substantiated, reinforced by other family issues as we grow, re-triggered by our first date, etc. So there are things like in the there's a chapter on my chapters in my book that'll take you through this, things like I'm not wanted, I'm illegitimate, yeah. I'm bad, I cause pain. I'm not good enough as a man or a woman. You know, today we'll probably end up talking about examples that stem from gender identity mm-hmm. because there's two choices to the degree our parents had a preference. They were wrong half the time. There is a, a good portion of our public, man and woman, that have a core belief, I'm not good enough as a man or a woman. And that gets played out in very subtle and subconscious ways. You know, can I ask you? About something. Oh, I might be in trouble now. This will be fun. This, I'm going to jump. tell me if I You blush. know what? I, I want to skip all the the foam on top of the root beer float. Uh-huh. I want to get down to the root beer float. So don't we have core beliefs around commitment? I mean, I know it's this is a more complex part of the conversation, but how many times have you heard, I don't know how to commit? The commitment word. I mean, and that is just a word, but it means a lot, you see? So, I mean, mm-hmm. we're talking about monogamy, in a sense. Right. And part of that, you know, there, there's that word It's commitment. about dancing with the girl who brought you here and having the guts <laughs> to, to accept that that is a beautiful thing and continue to allow that being enough. But let me. I hate when that happens, the, when you're out with somebody and they start dancing with somebody else. That that means you probably shouldn't go on a second date. Well, and I meant that as a life metaphor. It's actually happened to me. Yeah, right. But but you know, I know, Benny. I'm telling you. So, so every time Peter comes on, we get into one or two of my little hot buttons here. We should have lunch more often. I know it totally. So so my treat. So um. Let me answer that question, yeah, but in okay. the bigger way that, that, that really goes more sequentially to some deeper layers. Because where what, the question you just asked where it fits into my model and what I address is that actually the commitment thing just actually fits into a protection thing that's about uh, on the lines of that we do withdraw because we fear abandonment. We do withdraw because we fear that we're not good enough. And one reason we wanted to focus on this in this show is because the other general times we've talked about my book, like my book is a deep synthesis of three-plus relationship models addressing 20 to 30 huge topics. So though prior interviews, the thing that was getting the most casual lip service is, 
how we attract someone who's different uh-huh. than us, how we attract someone who's different than our parents or similar to our parents. So if we go down to the core belief in our birth, that's an important model. So let's just let's pick on the commitment phobic guy and use that example first. Okay. His thing is actually along the lines of I cause pain. And he hurt his mother at his birth, like we all did. And it's just a big piece that stands out. It could be even more intense, and he could have so some, he could have of, some Catholic, some fundamental religion added with that, and his belief could be I'm bad. So that's kind of tricky for me because what you're talking about is him having a core belief, a belief of I cause pain. When most of the conversation in our pop culture is, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be in a commitment related or a committed relationship because I don't want the pain. Right. I, I don't want the pain. That's the, that's, is that tricky? That's, I'm about to address that, I bet, because within the I cause pain is the standard commitment phobic piece of I don't want to hurt you, so I'm going to never arrive. That's really what commitment phobia is, is it's the shame-based toxicity of someone who's afraid to fully participate. Right. And then, see, once you fully participate, there's another piece that you alluded to that's absolutely right there is, yikes, if I completely show up, maybe she'll break my heart. So let me go back more simply and sequentially. The belief, I'm bad, I cause pain. Okay, so there. imagine all that work there. I bring only good to people would be an affirmation. My aliveness adds to the aliveness of others. Think of the sex therapy that can grow out of this. Here I come, baby. I'm a good thing for you. I am fully present with you participating. I'm here. We learn to be here. We do deep work getting present in our relationships. The intimacy piece. You know, I don't want to just pull on that sex metaphor. Okay, so, so, okay, then let me elaborate on what this guy's patterns might look like if the way I've seen this in my practice. So he has the belief I'm bad. So if he acts that out, he hurts people. Right. Who does he attract in his life? Someone who anticipates being left. And those two do that dance. Right. So that's, so the, the, the word would be acting out. So we, these two people can act it out. He's going to attract someone who feels not good enough, anticipates someone being leaving them because their mother died when they were little or their father left. It's not gender specific. So they, they can act it out. Then the next layer is they can compensate. So, for example, that was one of mine. I caused pain. But that combined with my parental wound where my dad had affairs, I've been a little bit obsessed with not hurting people and being Mr. Perfect psychotherapy nurturer, loyal husband, dude. That's why I'm the guy to have written the book is because regardless of what was happening in my marriage, I was fiercely loyal and devoted, at least on the sexual front, mm-hmm. did not make that you know, mistake, still haven't. So, um, so that's compensating. Now, so the, the guy proves and proves and proves that he's good. That would be, that's a better pattern than hurting people. Okay. But he's still kind of stressed out and needs to relax about that. And he still has one foot in and one foot out. Potentially. Yeah. Potentially, it, it could be an ongoing issue. 
the, the your standard question about commitment phobia also fits into a third layer where he would just protect himself from being told that he's bad and not good enough. Mm-hmm. And very similar thing for that woman that, right. in this heterosexual example I was using. If she fears not being good enough as a woman, she's going to comp- she's going to act it out by attracting abandonment. She's going to compensate by being a player herself. Mm-hmm. And we can reweave this in another way because there's some subtle ways in which people who fear abandonment are players. They keep a lot of loose ends opened. Too. Right, right. And then in keeping those loose ends opened and dancing with other guys too much and flirting too much and and just having their hand in every single pot to make sure that they're safe and secure. Now she's smiling, folks. I think we're on to something. Yeah, because now now, I, now I'm visualizing a scene out of the movie Carrie. Oh, I thought you were thinking about how many hands you have, how many pots you have your hands in. No, not at all. I'm thinking, you know what? If anybody ever did that to me again, that would be totally a, mo- a scene out of the movie, Carrie. Let's take a short break, but we've got some good news for everybody out there. We have two books and one free session that will be given away. And the easiest way to do that, the book is The Monogamy Challenge, Creating and Keeping Intimacy. Peter Kane is the author. He's my very special guest today. And when we come back, we'll tell you about what the one session is. But we want to give you an opportunity to call in now. Um, uh, first person that calls in. Uh, can request either the book or the free session. We'll tell you what that's about. We have a toll-free number here at the show, 1-800-930-2819. A lot of what we're talking about is in this incredible book, The Monogamy Challenge. Uh, give us a shout, 1-800-930-2819. We'll be right back with Dr. Pacho, my very special guest, Peter Kane, and we are taking on Core Beliefs, Monogamy, and Intimacy. We'll be right back. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit us at drdarvish.com, D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. The Ascension Foundation, serving to build an interdimensional community. The Ascended Masters invite you to join them in co-creating this mission. Allow the Masters to lead the way in activating the wisdom of your heart consciousness and raising your vibration. You can communicate with them directly by attending apportation events and classes in mediumship, crystal light energy healing, alchemy, master studies, past life regression, and more. For a schedule of classes, workshops, and special events, visit theascensionfoundation.com. That's theascensionfoundation.com. Have you asked your dentist about periodontal disease? Three out of four adults in Seattle unknowingly suffer from this painless but progressive infection caused by bacterial plaque. If not carefully treated, these bacteria can infect your gums, deteriorating the tissue and causing tooth loss. At Pacific Northwest Periodontics and Implant Dentistry, we offer a different kind of patient experience, providing the highest level of perio care within a relaxing environment. After a thorough examination, our doctors will take the time to understand your needs, address your concerns, and review a variety of treatment options with you. Our goal is to work with you to ensure the integrity of your dental health. Don't allow periodontal disease to take your teeth. Call Pacific Northwest Periodontics at 206-575-1086 to schedule an appointment. Or to learn more about periodontics, visit us online at pnwperio.com. 
Hi, Katya here from Urban Wellness, your local herb shop, with your herbal tip of the week. Slippery elm and marshmallow root. Some simple, effective help for acid reflux or inflammation anywhere in the gastrointestinal tract. Slippery elm bark or marshmallow root can be taken in powder form, shaken up with water or juice, or prepared as a tea to provide soothing and healing relief. Thanks for tuning in to my herbal tip of the week. Come see us at 103 Lake Street South in Kirkland, Washington, or online at urbanwellness.net. If you or anyone you love has a degenerative or bulging disc, you need to know the doctors at Wellness One of Bellevue and Eastgate. For bulging discs of the back and neck, they use the DRX-9000 Spinal Decompression Machine. It gently creates negative pressure on the specific degenerated disc that allows the body to naturally repair itself. No drugs and no surgery. The website is bellevue.wellnessone.net to learn more about spinal decompression at Wellness One of Bellevue and Eastgate. That's bellevue.wellnessone.net. Core beliefs, one of my favorite topics. Great to have that conversation with Peter Kane, especially in reference to uh, what we're talking about here, monogamy, intimacy, and much more. Now, we're giving out copies of the book. We have two copies, but we're also giving out a free session. So tell everybody what the free session is about real quick, and then we'll jump right back in this, especially if you're out there and you got some core beliefs that are not working for you. Well, this free session could also be a good one to offer on the phone. It's the kind of work that I can do even in phone work, although originally people developed, we discovered these deeper core beliefs through the breath work. People were, including myself, were basically regressing and reliving their birth going, holy cow, I felt not good enough when they separated me from my mother, and that's the relationship wound I have with women, and that's why I create and attract rejection and so on. But as I quite quickly by the early 80s, we could peel those layers and get at least to some cognitive understanding in just talk sessions by asking certain questions and family history sorts of things. You know, if a woman has four older sisters and no brothers and she grew up on a ranch, it's pretty basic what was going on there, you know, around feeling not good enough as a woman. So sometimes those stats can kind of help us get to the bottom line. So the session could be in Redmond at my office or on the phone. And, of course, it doesn't have to be about core beliefs. And, uh, you know, we'll just do an hour and 20 minutes of counseling to make sure we have a little mm-hmm. bit more thorough time. I, I work in 50-minute sessions, okay. an hour and 20-minute sessions. And then the breath work sessions, they're an hour and 50 minutes, and I charge my hour and 20-minute rate, which is kind of normal low rates. Cool. My rates are not high. Okay, so let's kind of get us uh, a little warm up here in talking about core beliefs because everybody's got them. And let's I mean, let's also, just make it really clear. We all have them. We all have them. And let's kind of try to briefly come back to reiterating what we said before the break. We act them out. We attract someone to leave us. We compensate. We prove we're wanted. That's one I wanted to focus on a little more here. Another reason that guy or girl is not monogamous is because basically they're still collecting points mm-hmm. and notches on the belt or purse are relevant. Mm-hmm. They feel not good enough. So that next. About fa- themselves. Yeah. So that you next. Feel, you, ju- you don't feel good about yourself. So that next fantasy is awfully juicy and fulfilling and exciting and so on. 
you know, if you're going to dance with the girl who brought you here, it's going to be more of that other spectrum of commitment and loyalty. I talk about those things in my book, but in this core belief area, it's about realizing that since I'm good enough, I've had enough, I have enough, I am enough, I don't need that conquest, grass is greener on the other side of the hill thing. And then let's focus on protection too. The other way that these beliefs get acted out is just by withdrawal. Yikes, what if I'm not good enough? I, you know, so. Well, emotional so, and physical. I mean, it doesn't, it's, it's and both. That, and um, that, actually, emotional withdrawal is tougher for me. Absolutely. Honestly, if you don't want to be around me, leave now. Physically, well, it, it's like leave now. But that other little crazy little dance there. And see, that that is one of the more important things I have to say. Like, my book is really about creating intimacy. Uh-huh. So alluding to how withdrawal makes ha- creates havoc, and I want to try to describe that it escalates problems. Because if you have two people who are trying to love each other, but they're both afraid of being left because they're not good enough, they have a desire problem, which is one of the other models in my book, but then that withdrawal and both of them withdrawing from their desire tends to escalate the hurt feelings. And you have two people pointing their fingers going, hey, well, you don't love me. You don't talk to me. You don't spend time with me. And really what it takes is the strength to want connection mm-hmm. to break that withdrawal cycle. So that's the commitment phobe in another sense, too. The third way we act out these patterns is just by being cautious and protective. And like when I was trying to tease you about having your hands in the pot, mm-hmm. let me squeeze another example in. This isn't you exactly, but we have women out there that feel like they've been hurt by players. And I, and I have this, I've had the same thing as a man. I've, I've been hurt. And then we develop perhaps a tendency to be cautious. Well, that caution breeds caution. So now you're dating this guy and you're a decent ways in, but you're worried about getting your heart smashed. So you have your own strings to other things. You, you know, like that joke about dancing with too many other guys or to, you know, like the friends are super important or, or whatever's going on. So then the guy's not feeling that secure. So he starts to hold back. So then the woman starts to, you know, it, it, so protection is, Part of the challenge is unraveling that withdrawal, saying, I'm good enough. Here I am, baby. You know, and now we are moving forward. I'm, I'm learning that from my friend Dee Wallace. So she's <laughs> I'm actually learning it from Dee and from Rhonda Britton. I want to tell everybody we still have, I believe, one more copy of the book and the free session available. Uh, yep. And the free session, yeah, go ahead. Benny's waiting for Any your place. call. We can do it on the anywhere. phone. Yeah, if you are anywhere in the country, actually, you'll be able to take advantage and get some help from, from Peter on this. 1-800-930-2819. That's our toll-free number right here at the Dr. Pat Show. 1-800-930-2819. What are some of the core beliefs? What are some of the... Some, Those some ones folks, I rattled off earlier, yeah. I'm not wanted, I'm illegitimate, I'm not good enough. Not good enough, I enough, cause right? pain, I'm uh-huh. bad, there's some something wrong with me i just literally it sounded like a simple list that's some it's 80 not. plus percent of the population right. and what that's about and i address that in my book is that 
based on our survival needs early in life, the things that could potentially affect non-survival are things like being a burden. Well, that's the one I didn't just mention. Well, That's let's give one us some real examples here. Let, let's just talk. Let's just talk dirt right now, mm-hmm. because we use these. I'm not good enough. I had this conversation. I, you cannot believe this. Like yesterday. Right. So it's a big thing. It's a big statement. I'm not good enough. But you don't know how it shows up. Oh, absolutely. So and that's that one is the most camouflage. But let's just take some simple stuff. You know, we don't walk around, Peter. You don't, and I don't. We do not walk around saying, hey, it's me. I'm not good enough. Hello? No, no, but what we do is we say, wow, I don't know if I should date. I don't know if I should date him or her. They're like 11 years younger than me. Oh, oh okay. Oh, I, you know, I, I've got 10 extra pounds, and he or she is in right. the best shape of their life. And we don't even have this conversation out loud, but it's going on right well, up in- here. And I'll just let that serve as a statement, and I'll add a different form of it. The most high-powered people in this world tend to feel not good enough. And it's a very subtle conversation, peeling those layers and showing them the insecurity that's underneath that proving. And that proving is a form of the conquest also. So it's sort of like in one arena, we're neurotic overachievers proving something. And that's not intimacy. It causes problems in relationships, too. It makes the other person wonder if we really want them, if we're all out trying to prove how. Like, for example, many years ago, I actually had a a call girl, a female prostitute of very high pay. And believe me, I'm not surprised. She was pretty amazing looking. And me and my co-facilitator, you know, it's a large group, several hundred people. And we're doing introductions. And this woman literally says that. And it was true. I was just like, oh, my God, how am I going to explain to her in a day and a half when I know we address this material that hers is I'm not good enough as a woman? Because, man, she had collected the proof she was good enough. But that's the way the high-powered people are, too. And peeling that compensation layer of how we prove it's not true is really another interesting, deep piece of the work. You know, this is really kind of cool. We're going to have to pick this up because I have a friend who is, what should we say, an exotic dancer. Just amazing. She's absolutely. And I have not met anyone more confident about who she is and Mm -hmm. what her life's about. Now, I know a whole bunch of people that we in the spiritual realm, in the human potential realm, they are in search of identity. It's kind of an interesting conversation, right? Because outside appearances don't really say what the heck's going on on the inside. Absolutely. And intimacy is about connecting on that deeper level. But really what we're addressing here is acting out and compensating to prove something. Those are like a toggle that, a million, a that million ways. we can go back and forth from. We all do well, it in various combinations. Can we combinations. do part two of this? Because I would love Absolutely. to continue this. The, and the reason, because reason this I, is so important, Peter. And to me, this is one reason I chose this show is I was just thinking about what was loose ends from our last show to me. And this is so this. important. It shows up everywhere. You know, it shows up, these core beliefs you're talking, and Peter Kane, by the way, is a master at this. So I know the phones have been like off the hook here. Um, Benny is doing the best he can to get them. I want to make sure, let's give out your website and your phone number. Right. And the next show we do, let's do part two of this. Okay. Because some of these core beliefs, I want to really nail how they show up.
You know, even having a few extra body image for women. It's crazy. You know, women are not, every article and research you feel, women are feeling lousy about themselves. So how does that show up? They're unavailable in relationship. They're unavailable sexually. Right. Um, so, so readers can remember, I don't have the chapter number in front of me. There's 49 chapters, but somewhere around chapter 20, this is addressed. Okay. And they can get warmed up and caught up with us uh, and ready for the next show by doing that. Okay. But anyway, I'm at Peter Kane, K-A-N-E dot org. Great. And I want to ask the listeners to please subscribe to my blog, which yeah, you can it's find great. there. That would really, I got to get a little more focused on those Google type numbers. So not only will you, of course, get reminders of the blogs I post, which are going to be desirable and not offensive or very intrusive oh, or, or very to- frequent, at least until next year, especially. But anyway, I, I'd like to get my RSS feed up. So that's a personal plea as we... Uh, slay the dragons of lack of intimacy. All you need to do, Peter, is put together. a couple of these show titles up on Facebook. There you go. All right, everybody, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Imagine a chocolate so decadent that you'd never believe it could be good for you. Align your inner bliss with Mother Nature's magic. The power of cold-pressed cocoa by Shasai, the healthy chocolate. Shasai is everything you ever dreamed healthy should taste like. We combine unprocessed cocoa with acai and blueberry for an unbeatable high-oxidant powerhouse. Shasai, the healthy chocolate. Visit us at LifesaverChocolate.com or call 888-287-2011. When it comes to massage, don't take a chance on quality. Come to the award-winning Dream Clinic. Whether you're experiencing stress, muscle aches, or need treatment for an injury, Dream Clinic's highly skilled massage therapists tailor their massage plan to your individual needs. We're open seven days a week with convenient locations in Green Lake and Queen Anne. New clients, mention hearing this ad and enjoy $20 off your first massage visit at Dream Clinic. Learn more about us at dreamclinic.com or call 206-267-0863. Discover Dream Clinic and experience the difference. The Ascension Foundation, serving to build an interdimensional community, presents Healing, a spiritual event, Saturday, December 3rd, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. in Seattle. The event features free mediumship and energy healing demos, lectures in crystal light therapy, alchemy, meditation, psychometry, and psychic art drawing with the masters. At 6 p.m., the doors open for a rare opportunity to experience hands-on healing by the Ascended Masters. To register for this evening's seance, go to theascensionfoundation.com. That's theascensionfoundation.com. Going under the knife for spinal surgery should be your last resort. Get a copy of this free special report, What Your Doctor Doesn't Want You to Know About Back Surgery. Get the report online at wellnessone.net or call them toll-free at 866-499-7509. Read the report. It will take about eight minutes in order to make a better informed decision about your back pain. Visit wellnessone.net or call 866-499-7509. 7509. Hey, Mary, I haven't seen you in so long. You look so different. What happened to your glasses? Did you have surgery? Whoa, I never noticed how blue your eyes are. 
No, I didn't have surgery, and I don't have to wear glasses anymore. I searched the Internet, and I found a website. It's called BetterEyesightNow.com. It is the best thing I have ever done. There's a program called Regaining Your Vision Naturally. And, oh, by the way, it helps reduce stress. You should check it out. And you might be able to get rid of your glasses. Go to BetterEyesightNow.com. Have you ever been on a diet? Are you ready to kick those cravings that have layered on unwanted pounds? Choosing Your Healthy Path, a 24-week inspirational guide to weight loss and wellness, is more than a book. It's a program that guides you off the yoga approach and puts you on the go-go road for life. With Choosing Your Healthy Path, you'll form a weight loss club and create your own diet and exercise plan. So get this party started and choose your healthy path. Go to choosingyourhealthypath.com to start your weight loss journey today. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. While we're waiting for Dr. Messer, I just want to bring Peter back on uh, real quick here. Uh, One of the things I want to make sure we give out is your phone number. So let's give that information out on your website again. I know Benny's got people on hold waiting for your book and so forth. Uh, So thank uh, you. Yeah, and I'm available by phone, and I'm taking clients and all that good stuff, 425-802-2050. And again, that's org. www.peterkane.org. You'll get a couple active blogs and, and lots more. All right. Before we uh, jump ahead, I was making a comment, and this is going to be the seed for our next show. Okay. All right. You ready? I'm ready. So I made a statement. Okay. I made a statement about Kim Kardashian uh-huh. and her divorce. And in the media, right? They're saying that this divorce and what's happening between them doesn't set a good role model for young women. I kind of had the opposite response. I kind of thought our society has already set that practice. When you look at the divorce statistics, what is it up to? 55% or some number? I don't even, it's, it's climbing uh-huh. the divorce rate. And so is it a chicken or an egg? Is it a Kim Kardashian that sets the message for our young people? Or did a Kim Kardashian already get the message from society? See how oh, tricky that I'm is? I'm so into the latter because I, I'd even say that more You see, see what I'm saying? I'd even say that more intensely because, you know, it really goes back to these generations of non-intimacy. And, you know, there's been a lot of crummy modeling and so on that are out of effect. So it's awfully high ground moralistic to just kind of point to divorce numbers and all that. All that's the short-sighted stuff. The other, because even another historical analysis is we haven't even been trying to be intimate for until the last 125 years. So I prefer to see it as a new skill we're trying to develop and not even really blame anyone for having not taught us. I, I really don't like the blame, Gabe. I mean, clearly you... you um... I don't know about you, but I come from a family where a lot of times the marriages and the hookups are kind of like have a lot of family influence, let's say. Right. So, you know, here you have a situation where you may have two people 
that were so influenced by their commitment to their public opinion of reality television and so forth and so on that they didn't they didn't have an exit strategy. They uh-huh. didn't have an exit strategy. Uh-huh. You That's see what funny. I'm saying? That's funny. They didn't have an exit strategy in cultures and certainly, and I'll talk about my own culture, my own family. You know, once you got in and you, and you had that like deal and you were in relationship with Joey or Mary, then you, you didn't have an exit strategy. You weren't supposed to need one though. But, well, not. And so you kind of went ahead and you trudged through. We're going to do it for the family. Right. And These, see, that's, Kim, that, Kim that's Kardashian no is sense. like, not only am I not doing it for the family, I am not doing it for e-television either. Kind of interesting about that. And everybody says, oh, you should have broke up. You should have done this. I think you this. got something interesting that's in Next the show. for us. Yeah, because I can't wait. You Next know where show. I went with that is that challenge of I don't want to get divorced and hurt the children. Well, staying in the bad marriage hurts the children, too. Yeah, well, this was, you uh, know what? That's actually where I went with listening to that is she, she's a powerful, superficial version of a similar dilemma. You know, I tell you what, it's a great way to end the show for next time. You got to know when to hold them, and you got to know when to fold them, Peter. Thank you for joining me here today, Thank Peter you, Kane, Pats. everybody. Talk- Part two Bye. will be coming up. We're going to take it on. I don't know if Peter and I are going to end up on the same side of that coin, but that's why I love having him on the show. <laughs> Good job, Peter. Thank you.